0: This is Anna from the Pop Prism Power Podcast, and this is the
1: Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, "You said people gonna die." The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under twelve parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time.
2: What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 337 of the So Wizard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield.
0: I'm actually a robot <laughs> from the planet Namastear.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus reagans
1: Hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show.
2: You. Are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd? Podcasting weekly on the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. This week, we're going to talk a tiny bit of news, and then we're going to jump into our review of the new movie on Netflix starring Anthony Mackey, Outside the Wire. We're getting all that. How the hell is everyone doing? Mark Ellis, how are
1: you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I've been uh, just trying to catch up on my movies, trying to start off strong for the year 2021. Uh, I have not been doing that well unfortunately. I, I the effort is there, the intention is there. Uh just watching a lot of movies is uh it's not super super high on a list of uh or a list of important things that I have to do. It's not quite at the top. But uh but I'm trying. I'm trying.
2: Understandable. Understandable. Aubrey, how are you?
0: Um I'm all right. <laughs>
2: doesn't sound good.
0: I met with a physical therapist and um, just laying in bed all the time. (laughs) There's not much I can do. I don't get into much trouble these days.
2: Finally time to catch up on your list.
0: I'm trying. I I keep falling asleep during the day too, which is tough because Noah Noah saw the accident and he has been very clingy since. Um, So he's taken to sleeping in my bed at night. And there's nothing I can do to get him to go away. <laughs> I even tell him straight out, "Noah, go away." <laughs> yeah. just, he just—he won't do it. So, and sleeping at night has become a rarity. So, I normally sleep during the day.
2: Welcome to my world. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of prefer it because everybody leaves me alone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not so bad once you get used to it. Yeah. And how are you doing, Joy? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Today is officially, I am out of quarantine as we record this. So I'm going back to work today. I'm excited. (laughs) See how long that lasts, maybe about an hour um, once I get there. But uh, yeah, I haven't been at work for almost 14 days because of uh, COVID quarantine. Obviously, I don't have coronavirus. I uh, tested negative twice at this point. So ready to rock and roll and ready to get back to work. And uh, I don't know, I'm just very interested to get back into the grind, I guess, but that's about it. Nothing exciting going on. Just been watching a lot of movies and TV shows and, uh, reading, uh, reading, uh, the new star Wars, High Republic novels. We're going to be talking about that next month on Patreon. So, but enough about us, Markellis. Let's talk about us. While you tell the listeners where they can find more. So was your podcast. <laughs>
1: Alright, so everybody can go to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you'll find some movie reviews from yours truly. Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu streaming picks from our buddy, the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. Uh You'll also find our merchandise there. We have a new store, Tee Public store that has T-shirts, sweatshirts, masks, coffee mugs, uh, journals, all types of merchandise with the Soul Wizard podcast logo. Click on the button on the website and it takes you right to our store. Um, Another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep on the website. Click on that big A, you do your shopping, you receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little podcast. Uh, You can also find our social media links there. We got Facebook, we got Twitter, we got Instagram, so definitely get at us. Uh, You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. You can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. We're on Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, YouTube. Uh, We have a Patreon page where you can support us monthly and receive bonus content from everyone here at the show. Uh, Shout out to all of our fellow podcasting buddies over in the Geek World All-Stars Podcasting Network. Back to you, Joey.
2: You sure you're ready for this? I'll
1: do my best.
2: Your best. Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Have to bring that back. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I guess we've got some news, Marcellus. So let's do it. Drop the drop. Let's talk the news.
1: Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we ready to bring you the news, boy. All right. So this week in nerdy news, there was a rumor that kicked off um, a little bit earlier in the week regarding a certain superhero coming back to the uh cinematic universe uh there was a rumor that chris evans was set to return as captain america uh they didn't say which movie or uh if it was going to be a guest appearance in another franchise just that it, it was a really strong rumor that he was set to return to the mcu for a brief amount of time and then uh as soon as uh <laughs> as soon as it was announced everyone started celebrating there was Uh, Confetti in the streets, people kissing. It was a fantastic event. And then Chris Evans was like, "Uh, it's news to me. He put it on his Twitter account. So apparently it's not going to happen. But you know how these Marvel uh, rumors go. Usually when there's smoke, there's fire. So I wanted to ask you guys, what did you think about Chris Evans possibly coming back to the MCU? Would you be excited for that? Considering that his arc for Captain America seemed to end at a a pretty decent part. Uh, Let's start with Joey.
2: Well, uh, obviously, Chris Evans as Captain America is amazing. It's an iconic portrayal of one of my favorite comic book characters. I think I would put it up there with Christopher Reeves as Superman, to be quite honest with you. Um, it's amazing. I love him as Captain America. I would watch him in Captain America and just about anything, to be quite honest with you. Um, I wonder if. He's was going to come back, maybe for a uh, guest spot on Secret Invasion. Maybe a scroll was impersonating him. Maybe a flashback scene in the past and something. Maybe voiceover work for What If? Um, I don't think we're going to get like a two-hour Disney Plus movie of him returning the stones. I, th- I know that's one of the things everybody wants. I don't think we're getting that. <laughs> um, it would be nice to have him back full time, but I think it's time for. Uh, falcon and uh winter soldier and patriot and other upcoming characters to kind of spread their wings and i don't think he's going to come back full-time as cap but i have been wrong in the past so Mm -hmm. who knows but i would be all in
1: all right all right aubrey what about you would you be excited for chris evans to come back and do you want to see him come back as young cap or as old cap
0: I would be excited. I'm I'm thinking more like the Spider-Man multiverse. Maybe they're going to um, show him for like just a scene or so um, in that. Either way, really exciting. I think that it's great to stay with how it's going and mm-hmm. kind of just like keep it, keep the consistency going.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's That's what I enjoy.
1: Yeah, I think it would be cool for him to come back as like old cap for like the Young Avengers like setup, I think that would be kind of cool. Or if he just comes back in Spider-Man and does the, uh, sit down in a chair and and give the, uh, the little PSA pep talks, but as old cap, I think that'd be actually pretty funny. So, um, yeah, it's, it's probably never going to happen, but like I said, usually with these rumors, when there's smoke, there's a little fire. So who knows Chris Evans might be coming back just for like a split second, but we'll see. All right. So speaking of, uh, speaking of really good actors, Coming into the MCU, we got news that Moon Knight, uh, the Disney Plus show starring uh, Oscar Isaac, is, even though he hasn't been officially announced yet, it's pretty much guaranteed that he's going to be the lead. Uh, Ethan Hawke is set to play the villain on the show. Now, Ethan Hawke uh, has been around forever. He's been in some of my favorite movies, uh, including Training Day and the uh, before Sunrise series. Uh, I think he's a really good actor and someone of his caliber being a villain on an MCU TV show says a lot I think about the TV show. So I'm actually pretty excited about this. Uh, What do you guys think of Ethan Hawke joining the MCU as a possible villain? Let's go back to Aubrey.
0: Uh, I mean (laughs) I don't hate him but he's not like one of those names where I'm like oh yes this is so exciting I can't wait. So I'm, I'm interested to see We'll see how he does and how it turns out, but I'm not, like, chomping at the bit waiting.
2: Okay, all right. Joy, what about you, dude? Well, I think it's more about the way he chooses projects, I guess. Um, you know, I me. Mean, I think, what has it been, like, five years, maybe last ten years, he's really kind of become, like, a prestige-type actor? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he does take money, roles I and mean, he does take you know roles to put food on the table like magnificent 7 reboot but um <laughs> uh, for more or less you know it seems like he takes projects that are about the script and the craft of acting so who knows this could be uh you know private schooling cheap or this could be something he saw he wanted to sink his teeth into i just don't know who he's going to play uh moon knight does not have a lot of villains that come to Come to mind if you think Wonder Woman doesn't have any villains. Like, let me talk to you about Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there doesn't have a lot of villains that come right to mind. Where you're like, oh yeah, that's who Moon Knight's gonna fight. Uh, I mean, the big one would be Werewolf by Night. He could be Jack Russell the Werewolf. I don't know if that is something they're gonna do in this series yet. Um, Bushmaster is another one, but Bushmaster is also an African guy who's, you know, he's black. So I don't know how that would go over very well. <laughs> I, don't, it would, I don't think that's going to work. Yeah. I don't think that would go over well at all, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's just not the right climate for that one. So <laughs> I don't really know. Maybe he's going to be T'Challa.
1: I don't know. <laughs> well, he was in a TV show called the good Lord bird that, uh, debuted, I want to say last year at some point last year. And uh, that was a very unique TV show. I only watched like the first episode, but uh, I couldn't wrap my brain around where the show was going. It it seemed very uh, complex. So if he's going to be on Moon Knight, chances are that show probably is not coming back for next season. So sorry, all you uh, good Lord Bird fans out there.
2: Uh, (laughs) I never even heard of it until you just talked about it. So I guess... (laughs) There's dozens of them.
1: <laughs>
2: dozens of us.
0: There are dozens of us. Dozens!
2: All right. So
1: in another uh, superhero news, uh, we got, just, <laughs> for some reason, someone at, uh, at Warner Brothers was listening to our show, listening to our Patreon episode, uh, where we talk about the DCEU because Justice League is coming back, the Snyder Cut, It's not going to be the miniseries that we thought it was going to be. It's actually going to be the full four-hour movie, and it will be released in theaters as the complete four-hour movie. So everyone thinking that they could take their time and get it in uh, hour chunks, it's not going to be the case. You're going to get the full Zack Snyder experience all up in your face. Uh, Joey, how do you feel about them announcing that the Snyder Cut is actually going to be the full four-hour movie?
2: Four hours is a long time to sit in front of a television. Um, That's longer than The Irishman. (laughs) That's longer than Lord of the Rings uh, Return of the King extended edition. Uh, Obviously, we're going to do it on the podcast, so I will plot my butt down and watch as much of it as I can in one sitting. But, man, this is a tough one. This is a tough movie to fit in. If this drops on a Friday... And we're recording it Sunday or Monday. This is going to be a tough weekend for me. i got to <laughs> tell you. But I don't know. I, I mean, it just depends on what they're doing with it. I, I heard he only filmed four more minutes of new footage. But he's got a bunch of stuff that they took off the cutting room floor to put in there. So, and, and like we said before, I'm excited to see what his vision for the movie was. Even if it's not something I like, I, I just want to see him finish off what he started. So Much like Kylo Ren and Darth Vader. So. <laughs> I will uh, I will definitely be there to check it out. I'm not going to shit all over it because I haven't seen it yet. So I'll gladly shit all over after I see
1: it. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Wasn't Avengers
2: Endgame, wasn't that like three and a half hours? Endgame was, yeah, three hours and like 20 minutes. Okay. So I think right. that is probably the cutoff for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Aubrey, um, what about you? How do you feel about Justice League being... Not chopped up, but delivered all together in one big four-hour package.
0: As a huge Lord of the Rings fan, I have prepared for this my entire life. (laughs) And I will be ready when it comes out to be able to sit there for four hours and watch it. I probably will make Noah go somewhere else and not bring him with me because he will definitely not make it through four hours. But I have prepared for this moment my
1: entire life. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Four hours is kind of a big chunk, but, uh, you know, 20 minutes of that is probably credits. And, you know, if we're watching it at home, we could probably fast forward through all of the slow motion scenes, which I'm sure there'll be plenty, knowing Zack Snyder. So uh, yeah, so you actually might bring it down to under three hours, uh, you know, taking that, uh, uh, taking that method. All right, so Honestly,
0: then, he's done this before with, with Watchmen because Watchmen was almost three hours long.
1: Oh, so. That's right. That's right. And then eventually mm-hmm. they released the uh, the Ultimate Edition that was probably probably almost four hours long.
0: Yeah. So he he's done this before and Watchmen kept your attention throughout it for the most part. I think the show was much better, but I digress.
1: I know. Aubrey, you might have turned me around. Now I'm excited about this. This could be good. <laughs> Okay, all right. So uh, the next bit of news is we got our first look at uh, some images from the new Mortal Kombat movie, which showed off some of the characters, gave a, a pretty good visual idea of what they were going for aesthetically. Uh, me not being a big Mortal Kombat fan, it, I'm like, okay, they might as well have announced a new video game. You know, it didn't really ruffle my feathers at all but what did you guys think of the mortal Kombat movie images that got released this week uh let's go back to aubrey
0: they were okay i'm excited to see the movie i really liked the old ones um there's so much nostalgia packed into those uh it's 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 a little bit hard to accept something new because the old ones were so good so we'll see how it turns out i hope they don't ruin it and disappoint me but I'm excited.
2: All
1: right. Joey, what about you, man? Did, did these images get you excited at all?
2: Um, no, but there's only such a level of excitement I can have for a Mortal Kombat movie because the last one was pretty terrible. Uh, Annihilation was bad. I love the first one though. And I don't have the same nostalgia for Mortal Kombat as I do for Street Fighter. I was always more of a Capcoms fighting game snob, though I do like Mortal Kombat. I just, uh... I'm excited to see a trailer. I want to hear some pulse pounding techno and I want to see some like karate action. But I don't know. It just looked like Mortal Kombat, which I guess is a good thing. It was, it was mostly like shrug. It looks like Mortal Kombat. So that's good. <laughs> there's there's no like, what the hell is this? You know, <laughs> like you weren't surprised that it didn't look right. Uh, I am a little concerned that the storyline of the movie it focuses on a brand new character that has nothing to do with the Mortal Kombat cast and there's no Johnny Cage in it, so I always played as Johnny Cage in the, the arcades. So it, it's uh, they got my favorite character, at starts, and uh, I don't understand why Luke Kang isn't the main character, but I'm gonna give it a chance. I love fighting movies, I love action movies, I love Mortal Kombat movies, and I like uh, pulse pounding techno music. So <laughs> hopefully we'll hopefully we'll get it in there. We just need at least do we need the guy yelling Mortal Kombat? That, that's like the most important piece of the puzzle. <laughs> If you don't have that, it's not Mortal Kombat. Sorry,
1: dude. I can almost guarantee there won't be any pulse pounding techno or a guy yelling "Mortal Kombat" in this movie. <laughs> Just looking at what the images, the I can fuck? I can tell. This
0: then I don't want there. it. Yep,
2: throw it away.
1: <laughs> I I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, and yeah, Joy, they're probably saving your dude for the sequel. He's probably going to show up at the you know in the um, post credit scenes for uh, Mortal Kombat Two: Electric Boogaloo. 'Cause uh, I'm sure they're been they're banking on this one to be huge. I hope so. So uh it is gonna be R-rated, so you know you get to get your fatalities in there and uh it will be streaming on HBO Max April sixteenth. So uh yeah, we'll get ready for uh fighty fighty action. I'm somewhat excited for it. I'm actually glad they're not using the main character from the video game and the other movies, cause so this way people who aren't who didn't play the game who aren't familiar with it can kind of be eased into it. you know, They're not telling you a story that's already been told for decades. So I'm I'm excited for that.
2: I think they can't win. There's so many characters, and every character has at least a slight following that any character you leave out, somebody's going to be pissed. But as long as we can get Liu Kang and Sonya and Do- Johnny Cage should be like the main three, I feel like. But I guess that's not going to happen, so whatever.
0: <laughs> you need Scorpion and, and Raiden too, though.
1: I'm just thinking of that Scorpion movie we watched, that animated movie. Trash. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, man. It was not. There, there's some lean weeks in 2020. <laughs> All right. So, uh, speaking
1: of what we're watching week to week, Netflix uh, did a power move this week. They announced that they're going to be releasing a new movie every week on the streaming service. So, there's a good chance that. 40% of these movies will not be anything that we would normally review, but it is nice that Netflix is looking out for the people that are stuck at home and are providing some uh, updated premiere entertainment. I think it's actually kind of cool. Um, so yeah, what do you guys think of Netflix as, uh the trailer that they dropped showing some of the movies that they're going to be releasing? And uh, how do you feel about them releasing a new movie every week? Let's go back to Joey. Oh my God. Thank God. <laughs> your uh, prayer, your uh, prayers have been answered. <laughs>
2: Um, Yeah, I mean, I have made no uh, secret about the struggle for content for us over the last year since uh, the pandemic dropped. Um, If you are a regular listener to the show, I'm sure you've noticed that some weeks the movies are a little out there. Maybe not (laughs) something that everybody is all into. Um, You know, I pull the curtain back a little bit, but the uh, triple punch there of uh, Mandalorian season finale with us doing the review and Wonder Woman and Soul and then the best and worst of 2020. It was like, oh, my God. I'm looking at the numbers. I'm like, oh, it's like 2019 all over again. (laughs) This is great. (laughs) So uh, I'm sure we'll be jumping right back into like Beckman 2 and uh, Satanic Panic 2. (laughs) Can't wait. Can't wait. (laughs) Very soon. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I'm sure not all of them are going to go into our wheelhouse. But I know that Netflix does do a lot of weird sci-fi horror um, action stuff so it, it even in the trailer i think there's a western that looked pretty interesting and uh we'll see we'll see you know wh- whatever comes along that fits into our wheelhouse will be something we will cover and if it's on netflix it makes it a lot easier for everybody to have access to it even if it's not a huge hit movie so you know wonder woman 84 you know everybody's pretty much gonna watch that but, you know, something that people might not watch, like in a couple of weeks, we'll be doing Space Sweepers. I believe that's the name of it <laughs> off Netflix, but it's on Netflix. So you more than likely have that and you can check it out. So I'm excited. Bring it on. Thank God for content.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. And Aubrey, what about you? Anything in that trailer uh, <laughs> seemed remotely exciting to you that you wanted to watch? I just want to say we're not going to review all the boys part three or whatever the hell that is. <laughs>
2: boy
0: <laughs> there was nothing that really like stood out completely um, I'm excited that they're gonna release so much stuff but I also feel like it's really overwhelming and it's gonna be like trying to watch a CW show where you're like oh my god what do I watch there's so much and then you just end up not watching any of it
1: I could just picture you looking at the trailer going oh crap I'm gonna have to watch at least half of these movies
0: <laughs> <Boom>. yeah, exactly <laughs>
1: All right. Well, you know what? Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll switch it up a little bit. Maybe we'll let Aubrey pick something for us to watch. Not an, I hate you now watch, but something that's more in, something that's more in Aubrey's uh, repertoire. Uh, So let's see. That'll
0: be interesting.
1: (laughs) I might've just dug myself into a big hole there.
2: Um, Thanks a lot, Mark.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so that's it. That's pretty much it for the news for this week.
2: All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will be reviewing Outside the Wire.
1: It's the Ninja from the Ask
0: the Angry Ninja Show saying, come listen to the show. We got the Ninja Wife to give you movie reviews. We got the Conscript to give you the Ninja news, and we got the Battle to talk about your sports. And as always, it is the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. So ask me a question, we'll give you the Ninja knowledge you need for your Ninja life. Search for us. Anywhere you get your podcast from, just search for the Ask the Anger Ninja Show and enjoy the show.
2: All right, and we are back. All right, guys, we just talked about it, but the first movie we're going to be reviewing from this new Netflix initiative of a movie a week for the whole year. Anthony Mackie is outside the wire. Aubrey, why don't you tell us what Outside the Wire is about?
0: I was actually prepared this week. Ah! <laughs> In the near future, a drone pilot sent into a war zone finds himself paired up with a top-secret android officer on a mission to stop a nuclear attack.
2: All right, so we're going to do what we always do, and we'll talk non-spoiler for a bit. Then Marcellus will play the sound drop delineating the spoilers. If you haven't seen it yet, you can get our impressions and bounce. The rest of you can stick around and hear what we thought about the movie a little more in depth. But to start, what did you think of Outside the Wire, Marcellus?
1: I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I have a few issues with it, but for the most part, it's it didn't blow me away. It didn't blow my socks off, but it's the target that I was aiming for. I think it hit it right in the bullseye. So uh, yeah, I liked it.
2: All right. Aubrey, what about you? It's there.
0: <laughs> it's nothing like, wow, this was amazing or wow, this was crap.
2: It's just, it exists. It is, it's boring
0: in my opinion.
2: All right. Well, let me give you my impression here. I was severely disappointed by this movie. Um, I agree with Aubrey actually, which is shocking for an action movie. I, I agreed with Aubrey almost hundred percent. It was very blah. And it just, I felt, it felt like watching the witches from last year. I felt nothing while well, I watched the entire, most of the entirety of this movie just felt nothing. And then it was over. And then the end. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) So we can get into it a little bit. Uh, Anybody have any other non-spoiler thoughts?
1: I would say it is a B action movie. Uh, It definitely, it has some themes that don't really pay off as well as you would hope. But for a lazy Sunday afternoon action movie, uh, this is the goods. So uh, yeah, I I would recommend it. Check it out on that
2: aspect. All right. All right. Well, I guess that being said, let's drop the drop and let's spoil Outside the Wire. Spoiler alert. I have seen the future and I had to prevent it. All right. So we'll start with things we liked. Um, Aubrey, you know, this didn't seem to really be up your alley, but was there anything you did like about the movie?
0: Um, It had good action sequences in it. It had, like, a good idea behind it. It wasn't horrible... Graphics-wise or anything like that, it had a really good direction. Uh, I I just think it fell a little short.
2: Okay. What about you, Marcellus?
1: Yeah, I actually liked the misdirection of the story because I I didn't really know what it was about. the The young colonel or the young uh, the young officer who's like a drone agent, accidentally not accidentally but disobeys a direct order. Winds up being shipped to uh, another military officer, who sends him on, a, who takes him on a missions. Right, so I'm like, okay, this is this is like training day, right? And then uh, you know, eventually, uh, the young guy is going to uh, you know become a hero because he was a shitty soldier uh, throughout the entire movie. But and then you get Anthony Mackie as like the main soldier. So I'm like, all right, this is going to be like a like a, a buddy cop movie. You know, one human, one robot. And he's going to kick ass, and then you realize that he's not what he says he is, and their mission isn't what you think it is. And I really liked, I really liked that misdirection because I, I was along for it, uh, and I thought the action scenes were badass. I loved the action scenes. I loved him, uh, Anthony Mackey like with all of the headshots and him fighting the the um, the uh, gumps, the big robots. Uh, I loved all of that stuff. And it, and I thought that there was going to be like a lot of plot, and then like one quick action scene. And then a lot of plot and then one quick, quick action scene, but the scenes, they happened, I want to say, not like every 20 minutes, but they definitely happened more than I than I thought that they were going to happen. So I was very pleased with all of the action scenes, and I was very very pleased with the, the surprise of the story.
2: Well, I will say that I am on the complete opposite page of Mark. <laughs> it comes to this movie, uh, I was pretty disappointed. Uh, I was expecting Anthony Mackie to do a lot more as a super soldier. But when it finally kicked in about halfway through, I will agree with you, Mark, the action scenes were great once they started opening up and showing more of what he could do. I want to say it was in the bank, maybe, was the first scene. And then when he went to uh, confront the guy from Game of Thrones about the nuclear codes. Mm hmm. Those were great action scenes. Um, the special effects on the Gump robots was really good. I'm not sure how much of that was practical and how much of that was CG. I'm going to assume it was mostly all CG. Um, I don't think this movie had the budget for big practical robots. But uh, it all looked really good. Everything looked really good. So there no complaints there. The, some of the action scenes were a little flat. Um, but And I, liked, I like Anthony Mackie a lot in uh in pretty much anything he's in so I, th- I think he's great so I was pretty disappointed um that he ended up being the bad guy <laughs> which i guess <laughs> is probably ter- playing on tropes that uh that I was expecting him to be the good guy but i uh yeah was, was a little disappointed in that but yeah I mean I, I didn't think this, the the story twists and turns were that much um i just it uh, i just felt like it was reaching a lot uh it's supposed to be things we liked. I'm sorry. <laughs> the special effects on the robots. Uh, some of the action scenes. Those are the things I liked about it. So okay. you've got to have things that we didn't like. And Aubrey, you were pretty wishy-washy on this one. So how about some things you didn't like?
0: Um, I wasn't invested in the movie at all. It was, it was just there. It, it didn't grab me at all. So I didn't really care about the twist at the end. I wasn't emotionally invested enough to be like oh that's so crazy i can't i can't believe he's the bad guy so i just didn't care it was it was very blah um I, not being invested made it just last really long and made it feel like it was a four-hour movie so i just it's gonna be one of those movies that in a week or two i'm gonna forget that i even watched honestly
2: All right. Mark Helles. Now, you seem to like the movie the most out of the three of us. So, was Mm -hmm. there anything you didn't like about it?
1: Yeah, I didn't like the way the main character was written. I thought, you know, I did like the fact that he was a guy who, you know, sat behind a desk and didn't really have any kind of field experience. You know, all of his work was done, you know, from a drone. He just sits in his chair and he, you know, blows up shit. And then when he gets to, when he gets assigned to be in a field he's like the worst soldier. Like, he can't even remember to call people sir or captain. Like, that part drove me nuts. And obviously, with the way that the story is going, you want to root for him. And I know that as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, okay, at some point I'm going to, you know, he's going to get his shit together and I'm going to root for him. But when he almost shot the hostage in the bank, and that's like, (laughs) like three quarters of the way to the movie, I'm like, when the fuck is this guy ever going to get his shit together? So... I didn't like his I thought his arc was it came eventually. I think it just started too late. Um and I really would have liked the the gump soldiers to um I really would have liked to see them like live up to their full potential. Like they they looked cool, but they didn't really explain why you would have those things on a field with soldiers, because they didn't really they still got they st- were still being blown up. Soldiers were still being shot and it's like they're cool and all, but what exactly were they for? And I feel like they they didn't really showcase that. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's probably, and the pacing is a little bit slow at some parts. I, I will admit that uh, towards the halfway mark, it does get a little bit, uh, a little bit sludgy. But um, yeah, yeah, those are the only things I, r- I really didn't like about it.
0: All right. The main character is really hard to like. He's kind of a dick.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And not even like an entertaining dick. He's just like, uh, defiant and ignorant.
1: Yeah, when they're getting shot at and he's hiding behind a car, like covering his ears like a little kid, I'm like, how are you a soldier? <laughs> how did
2: you make it this far, dude? <laughs> well, he'd never, he'd never been in the shit. You know, he'd been piloting a drone.
1: I, I know, but you could at least, I don't know, pick up your gun. You know, at least, at least, they, they could at least show, I don't know, I wish, I just wish the character had, I wish his arc had started a lot of, a lot earlier. Because by the time you get to the end of the movie, he's a complete badass. He's like walking away from explosions and slow motion and shit.
2: <laughs> Come on. Understood. Understood. I, I agree with you. So, Mark, I'll agree with you, especially about him not knowing what to call people. Um, just because he's a drone pilot, yeah, I that for me excuses, you know, some of his behavior when he's in like a live fire situation. But that doesn't mean like he didn't he's not in the military. Like right. he would know like how to, who to salute and who to speak to and how to speak to them. Like, like he doesn't, they don't take you straight out of the recruiting office and into the drone room. <laughs> like, you go through training. Right. So, um, that was a little confusing. Um, the, the movie just felt over long and I, I think it was trying to have like an anti-war message, but I didn't really get the message. So it felt like it was being pulled in two directions from, we're going to be a badass action movie to, we're going to be this anti-war action movie that you weren't expecting mm-hmm. and neither of those landed. So it was just kind of blah. I felt like the, the scene at the bank, I thought that was the end of the movie. <laughs> so when I, I hit pause to get up and uh, get something in the other room there's still 45 minutes left in the movie. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Cause it had, it It felt long in parts. And I know you, you, you had said earlier, there's a lot of action scenes, but they weren't very good up until we finally get Anthony Mackie to uh, use some of his robot powers. And much like the Gumps, and I agree with you on that as well, they, they never – up until that point, they never showed why it was important to have him in the battlefield as a robot. Right. Um, when those – I'm trying to remember the country. I think they were Ukrainian. The people that were holding them, holding up the road or whatever, and they all had guns drawn. It was a standoff and he diffuses it. I thought he was going to go over to them and speak to them in their language because he's an AI and he could, you know, he wouldn't automatically know what language to speak to them in or something that would demonstrate why they would have him exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the same thing with the gums. Like, and I think that might be why because they were CG, but they didn't really do much. And they would always walk out from their truck in that same like pose together. <laughs> and then they'd all just get shot at and some of them would blow up. And that was it. Like it, it didn't make any sense as to like what, what the, what, what the angle was supposed to be for that other than looking cool. Like they looked cool, but like, what was the point of it? I think the Russian one was, was, was kind of cool too, with the big shoulder cannon. But again, what was the point of that? <laughs> Why did they have that? I don't understand, but, um, and yeah, it just fell over long and it, it, the story never clicked. And I think part of that is, like you guys said, the main character is not somebody that you're behind, really, even from the start of the movie. I mean, he killed those other soldiers and I get that's kind of the whole reasoning behind everything because they're saying, OK, well, he killed a couple people, but he saved hundreds. And now Anthony Mackey wants to kill a million people and save hundreds of millions. I get it. But that's not a good way to endear me to the character. <laughs> Right, like if you want to show him to be this like badass character that we're gonna get behind, like maybe he could have found a way to save them or something. I don't know, but it just it never seemed to click. Right, it never clicked, and I felt like with you know with the movie like Extraction, even though Extraction is not a great movie either by any stretch of the imagination. I know you guys liked it a lot more than I did, even though I did really like it. Um, it ha- Extraction had those fancy like jaw dropping action scenes and sequences that kept you watching no matter what, where this just didn't have those. Most of the action scenes felt pretty dull and wrote up until about halfway through the movie. And even then it still wasn't really enough to keep me watching at that point. So um, I still understand what happened at the end of the movie. The nuclear missile was launching and then they b- blew up a building on top of it. So it didn't launch.
1: That's correct. That's correct. By blowing the, up the building, it stopped the, it stopped the, um, the launch from happening.
0: Wouldn't the power from the missile keep it? I don't understand how that's possible.
2: Yeah, far be it for me to understand how Russian nuclear missile <laughs> silos work, but it looked like it was already taking off. So, like, wouldn't it then just explode?
1: No, it wasn't taking off. I mean, it was about to take off. It was like a classic James Bond. It had, like, a few seconds left. They had to destroy that's the right. building to prevent it from taking off.
2: That's fine. That's fine. It just it it seemed a little weird. And then he survived and drove away at the end. Like, okay. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, see, that's a,
1: the, and I realized one of the things that I actually liked about it is what I brought to the movie. When you bring Anthony Mackey as a super soldier, I'm thinking he's going to be like a Captain America character. And then as you get to the, towards the end of the movie, you realize he's actually been playing both sides and he's really Ultron. He's really doing the exact same plot as Ultron. So that I thought was actually pretty cool. I was interested in that. Or I was, I was entertained by that idea and I was entertained that the hero actually got to be the hero to save the day.
2: Well, I just felt they never earned it. They didn't earn it. They didn't earn me caring enough or wanting, you know, if I cared more about the main character than him being betrayed by Anthony Mackey would have, would have hit more. And if Anthony Mackey was shown to be a lot cooler and like doing all this badass, awesome stuff, then I would have cared more. That he betrayed him and then would have been like, oh, no, how is he going to defeat him? Oh, but we never got to that point. So but at least those robots look cool walking out of the truck.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough.
2: (laughs) So with all that being said, we're going to have to give it a score from zero to five. Five being the best. Zero being the worst. Outside the wire on Netflix. Aubrey, what do you got?
0: I'm gonna give it a 2.5, right in the middle. Um, it wasn't bad, but I'm gonna forget that I watched it.
2: All righty. and Mark what about you?
1: Uh, yeah, the pacing is a little off, and the story could be a little bit tighter. Um, so I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of five.
2: <laughs> I don't. You have to I start ain't... better than Bloodshot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's a scene where where uh, Anthony Mackie like throws a grenade and then dives backward in the air in slow motion and shoots it to blow up the robot. Right there. That that gets a half a point right there. That's something old school John Woo shit. I'm all about that.
2: Oh, boy. Well, I'm going to go with a two out of five. Um, Most of the reasons both of you cited, it's just not good enough. And I feel like for me sitting down in front of the TV and spending two plus hours watching something, it should be a lot better than this. And with the people involved and the cool special effects and everything, I was really, really hoping for a lot better. So. Maybe it's just not my type of movie, but me not liking a B action movie is kind of weird. So, yeah, I'm just going to go with a two out of five. It just felt so blah. But there are some cool action scenes, and there is a couple uh, pretty awesome looking special effects, whether they're practical or CG. So I'm not going to shit all over it. But like Aubrey said, I don't think I'll even remember I watched this outside of looking at my letterbox in about 12 months. So that is it. That's Outside the Wire on Netflix. Check it out. Let us know what you think if you have. And now we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up. And we're going to get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey, what do you got?
0: I know I recommended this book when it first came out. um, But I finally got around to start really reading it. And it is George R.R. Martin's uh, Fire and Blood. Which I think the new Game of Thrones series is going to be about. It is about the Targaryens and uh, how they really came to gain the iron throne and everything in and it, it, it's interesting it, it's not as uh like the other game of thrones books are are kind of dense and while this is still dense it's also a little bit easier to follow i think i didn't need to watch the series to, <laughs> to kind of follow it like i did with the first
2: book So all right um I, I bought that for Jen for Christmas a few years ago. She read it. She loved it. So, Aubrey, um, have you watched WandaVision yet?
0: I haven't. I uh, haven't
2: watched it yet. I was going to ask you for like a one-sentence uh, review, but you haven't watched it yet, so your review is you haven't watched it yet. All right. Yep. <laughs> Mark Callis, how about you?
1: Yeah, I haven't really been watching anything that I could recommend. Uh, I will say I've been trying to catch up on uh, Star Wars Rebels. Uh, that tv show is surprisingly a lot more star warsy than i gave it credit for so um it takes place five years before a new hope so there's still vader and stormtroopers and all and that type of stuff so uh yeah i would say if you haven't had a chance to check out star wars rebels i probably recommended it before but i'm going to recommend that again this week uh it's actually a lot more uh it's a lot more like the classic star wars than i gave it credit for originally
2: all right and have you seen wandavision yet
1: yeah, I did watch the first two episodes that were uh, released.
2: All right, give me like a one word or one sentence, like quick review from you. Obviously, we'll be reviewing the entire series when the season is done, but so far, give me a one sentence shot at it.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of the old school TV shows that I used to watch uh, on Nick at Night, uh, which I'm a fan of, the black and white shows. So I really like what they're aiming for, and I really like the fact that no one has any idea what's going on. So I'm I'm glad for that. I'm 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 glad to see this onion unpeel itself and get to the the layers underneath it.
2: All right. Well, I will recommend that everyone goes to wizardpodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page, movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. Sowizardpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. Spotify, Amazon Music, just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. You can check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search Soas or Podcast. You'll find hours of free exclusive content on there. Adam just dropped another interview the other day and some more deep dives on the AFI Movie Top 100. So just check those out. More stuff coming weekly. Check out our Patreon. Go to patreon.com backslash so You can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive episodes of the podcast and more, like early access to our YouTube videos and our new Star Wars video podcast. We just dropped the first episode of that this past weekend. And all of that is for our super fans over on Patreon. So check that out. Don't forget our T Public store, as Marcellus mentioned earlier. The link is on our website, or just go to T Public and search So Podcast. You can find a bunch of cool merchandise there, like T-shirts, sweatshirts, masks, mugs, everything under the sun with our logo on them. And that also supports the show. So check that out. Uh, Let's see. I will recommend Legos. (laughs) That is what got me through quarantine, was building some Lego sets. Obviously, I'm not made of money, so they weren't huge, expansive ones. But I did get a couple cool, smaller sets, and I got a uh, medium-sized set, I would say, of Luke Skywalker's land speeder with a little jawa and a hut and those were fun those are fun to build takes a little while mind clear just relax and and build some legos so i would recommend legos but as for me and wandavision me myself my wife and my son all watched the first two episodes and uh i like it so far i really wish they had dropped the entire season i think it's going to be a little divisive for people who aren't good with patience um And if this had dropped maybe a week earlier after Wanda in that magic show outfit, I might have had a different pick for woman crush the year, (laughs) but that is going to do it. My friends, that is it for episode 337 of the so wizard podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. So
0: long humans.
2: And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan.
1: Sir. Yes, sir. How hard is that? Uh, Everybody have a good week. Wakanda
2: forever. We'll see you guys next week. Good journey.